wondered if there would be a courthouse where they were moving. He looked at the hills to the west. They looked golden, too. Then he glanced down. Yes, the carriage was waiting below, with trunks and bundles piled on top. The horses were tied to the hitching post. They pulled and strained at it, impatient to be off. He looked at the heavy rear wheels of the carriage. A stone was propped under one of them as an extra brake. Slowly the stone began to move, tugged by a small hand. Lewis's heart stood still. John must be under the carriage, he thought, playing by the big wheel. John! John! Lewis screamed as he saw his little brother so close to danger. Dashing out of the room, Lewis slid down the banister, ran out the door, and stooped under the back of the carriage. With all his strength, Lewis pulled John away, just as the stone loosened. The carriage jolted forward. John yelled. The horses reared and jerked free of the post. The horses were running away with the loaded carriage. Lewis ran after the carriage. Stop the horses! Stop the horses! He yelled. Heads popped out of the stately houses along the street. Almost breathless, Lewis kept running and shouting. The horses were at the corner of the town square now. With two roads to choose from, the horses slowed. In the second that they seemed to pause, a tall man leaped in front of them. He tugged at the reins to stop them. Whoa, Ball! Whoa! Easy now! He commanded firmly. The horses reared. The carriage reeled, shook, and came to a sudden stop. Lewis ran to catch up with them. The horses were in front of Grandfather Wallace's inn at the southeast corner of the square. The man who had stopped the runaways was his grandfather. Grandfather, Lewis shouted, you stopped the horses. I heard you from the doorway. When I came out, I saw you pull John from under the carriage, Grandfather Wallace explained. Grandmother Wallace appeared at the door. What's all the commotion, Andrew? I heard Lewis shouting to his brother. The next thing I knew, the carriage was racing down the street, headed this way. I just ran out and stopped it. "'Wasn't Grandfather brave?' exclaimed Lewis. "'Lewis, you were the brave one,' Grandfather Wallace replied. "'I saw you rescue John.' "'Well, bravery just runs in the family,' Grandmother Wallace exclaimed. "'Our Lewis might be as famous as brave Uncle John someday,' she said, smiling down at her grandson." Hearing those words, Lewis found his breath, and his chest swelled with pride. He dreamed of being a hero like his great-great-uncle, John Paul Jones, a real hero. Lewis's grandmother interrupted his thoughts. Is my little hero hungry? Come in and have a bite of breakfast, Lewis. There'll be none at your house this morning. Your mother must have all the kettles packed by now. Grandmother bustled off into the inn. Lewis grinned. He always liked to eat at his grandfather's inn and to watch the square dancing. He glanced at the sign over the door. The Brookville Hotel, Andrew Wallace, proprietor. And what may I serve you, my good man? Grandfather was treating him like a traveler, bowing and ushering him inside. Bed and board, sir, and lodging for my horses. Lewis remembered the words of the travelers. And how much is the fare? He added. He enjoyed pretending to be a real guest. Seventy-five cents for both of you, and the food is the best known in this part of the country. Come, sit down, and I will call the boy to bring your breakfast. 
Lewis sat on a bench at the long plank table in the rear of the big room. A group of travelers was having breakfast here. They are talking about land again, Lewis thought. He preferred hearing tales of adventure, like those about Daniel Boone or George Rogers Clark, or perhaps his father's favorite, William Henry Harrison. Lewis knew that those men met at an inn like his grandfather's and planned campaigns while they ate. Suddenly the young traveler felt hungry. He looked up at the fat hams and bunches of herbs which hung from the rafters. Smells of buckwheat cakes came from the kitchen hearth. "'Good morning, Lewis,' the hotel boy said as he set a plateful of steaming cakes in front of Lewis. Grandfather Wallace came to sit down beside Lewis. "'Grandfather, will there be any Indians where we are going?' Lewis asked while he ate his breakfast. His grandfather always knew everything.